Thanks for tuning in to the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. All right. Just in, so, time, just in time to spark a cigarette. What a guy. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking, too. I'm mixing huh. Coke, uh, Coke Zero with vodka. I like Coke Zero. Like, I got, like, that is... I try not to drink pops and stuff like that. Even, like, Diet diet Pepsi, Diet Coke, or whatever is is fine or whatever. But I, I prefer Coke Zero. How did you how, how do you get Coke Zero in Brazil? Is it like the in Studio Two? Is it a big uh, is it a big favorite? Uh, look, I really like the regular Coke. I really yeah. do like Coca Cola, like the standard is. I'm fucking. I would say I'm most addicted to it, mm-hmm. but because of the sugar and stuff, and because of the. The whole OCD medicine made me gain a lot of weight. I think I think age is also chiming in a little bit. So like, okay, so if I'm going to have soda, at least I'm going to have a little one about sugar. I just make things good, you know. Yeah. Try not to drink as much, but sometimes like I want to drink that that is not alcoholic, but it's also like not just plain water. And I and like now that I'm not a juice guy, but like. Drinking juice throughout the day for me is also sometimes weird. My wife is 100% addicted to Coca-Cola. Like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, she gets headaches when she doesn't get Coca-Cola in her. Really? That bad? Yeah, it's basically heroin, I'm guessing. I've never been a heroin guy. But I'm guessing that's the exact same thing, Coca-Cola and heroin. Although, like, have you ever saw those things like online where uh people pour uh coca-cola into their carburetor and they watch their engines melt that's bananas that's what's going into your body when you drink coca-cola yeah but like here's the thing though like obviously being healthy and shit it's important and i think as you age that's should be more oh, no. put into, a, into place, but like, still too young to to realize that. Like, uh, yeah, I just think like that. I never. I'm not a and hedonist. You're not a what? I don't say how to say this word in English. Hedonist, hedonist, a hedonist. Yeah, sure. Hedonist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A guy who's out simply for pleasure. Yeah, and no, I think that's because it's not like I also believe that it's not nothing is like full pleasure, like going to get pleasure for, for eternity. Uh-huh. But like I try to like bro, like the thing with cigarettes, alcohol, and, and even soda. Sure. That's for for me is like ah, they, they, those things can like make you die earlier and stuff like that. They can fuck you up. And I understand that, like, this is, like, obviously, nobody wants to die early, obviously. Nobody wants to die, period. But, like, I recently, and this was very recent, like, in the beginning of 
last month, I lost my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Or I'm no, sorry, it was in the end of June. So it's been more than a month. I lost my grandmother, and she was ninety-five. Mm-hmm. I lost my uh, my other grandfather. Uh, that was my dad's uh, dad last February last year. I lost my first grandma, that was my dad's mom, in 2015, and my my mom's dad, like, was I was very young, I was like seven. But but I I, I could see like my grandma like live a lot, like 95 is a lot, and I know your grandmother lived like. What a fucking 101 years? Uh, 103. 103 years. That's pretty remarkable. Like, how was she like in those last few years? Well, uh, in the last few years, uh, not terrific. She started getting uh, dementia. Um, not quite. Like, my dad, of course, has dementia as well. Uh, he got it early. I can't remember the name of the actual disease he has or whatever, but it's, it's an mm-hmm. earlier form of dementia. My 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 yeah, my grandmother uh, uh, was 103 for the last uh, three four years or whatever. She wasn't quite the same, but still had all kinds of energy and and you know, unlike most dementias, she still had a pretty good idea who people were. Maybe not like the her like she had great great I think great grandchildren by the time she passed and stuff like that so she had so, some trouble recognizing some people and then uh, um, if she didn't recognize people she had a great way of uh, uh, pretending she did which is uh, a trait among uh, uh, wow. uh, uh, dementia and stuff like that my my father has the exact same kind of thing or whatever so uh, my dad will ask. Uh, 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 who my friend is uh, concerning uh, Tanya, like my wife. Um, okay. he, she, uh, he will uh, recognize Sean, like my brother who passed, um, uh, but will uh, not remember my name uh, when he's asking it and stuff like that. And then he will call me Sean and stuff like that. It's a, it's a strange... He'll see you and your... Yeah, he mix you, you mix people up and stuff like that. Like it's like it's somewhere in your head, but you know, yeah, like, like the pull it the pull it out or whatever isn't. Like, it, it's it's tough. So just don't like, get mad. So what are you gonna do? Like what are you gonna no, do? No, no, of course. So it's 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 a yeah, it's it's a, a disease where you know it robs somebody of uh, your. All their memories and stuff for the most no, part. That, yeah, terrible. like when my mom's dad passed away, like when I was six, so like that was more than 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he suffered a car accident that made he have a stroke. So right. he had a lot of consequences for that because he wasn't that old. Uh, and that made him lose his memory eventually and stuff like that and get a lot of other troubles. I didn't remember it very well. I was very young. They, 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 my mom said, and not only like all the family members said that when the ambulance got him to put him into like to the hospital, 
me with seven years old saying, ah, oh, grandfather, granddad is not going to come back anymore. And I was right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I had some kind of premonition or something like that. My, my other grandmother, the one that was my dad's mom, that she, that she was more, that was a very complicated situation. Uh, no, I'm not sure if I can tell the details in public. Not not because of me. I have nothing to do with it. But like, for some yeah, people involved. But like, let's say that my grandmom, she was an alcoholic, very heavy alcoholic. Like, we're talking about somebody that in her prime, she would drink in one night, like for for dinner, a whole bottle of of vodka like uh Smirnoff, like talking like about one liter of Smirnoff a night and wait wake up next morning five six AM and go to work just fine. She was she was such a heavy smoker, like way more than me. Way more than anybody that I know that smokes a lot. And she was able to, and when she got exam, her lungs were like, fine, like she never smoked. So like, she had a very fucking good health. She was not the person that would get sick or anything. But uh, there was one day that she fell from the stairs, like my, my grandfather's living in a big house. Yeah. And she had a stroke. And they never could tell if she had a stroke and then she fell because of that, or she fell and then she had a stroke. They never could see, like, the chicken or the egg. And after that, she got into a very degenerative state with a little bit of Alzheimer's dementia, and that lasted for fucking eight years. Eight? Okay. Eight years. Eight yeah. years of your seeing the person completely losing everything. Yeah. Create a lot of problems in my dad's family. Problems that was never fixed about after that. So it was very sad to see she go away because by the time she died, she was barely 70. So she was not even that old. Yeah. Uh, my grandma. Like, like, so that was very difficult for me to watch because when did that happen? I was already like, uh, I was a teenager, like, Gary. Like, when she died, I was already 20 something, it was not that long ago, right? Uh, and my grandmom, like, that passed away recently, that she's my mom's mom, she never had any disease. She did have a cancer, breast cancer. She survived. But she did the operation. Pretty, pretty sure that's a disease. Yeah, okay. She okay, she had cancer, but like she never had like nothing neurological like my other grandma got. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. She did have cancer, but like she did the operation, she survived it just fine. But she she got she got dementia. Just like your grandma and your father. And yeah. that was and that was getting worse by by time. Unfortunately, my uncle passed, my mom's brother passed, and she literally one week after his passing, she forgot he died. So for the rest of her life she thought he went to move to a farm. 
Yeah. I get it. So, so, so this whole story is to say that obviously alcohol, excessive cigarettes, drugs in general, even soda or health, bad eating habits, anything like that, not, not, not doing exercises bad. But the whole point, like you can live longer. For me, that was not the, the real selling point. If you if you under, if you know what I mean. Okay. Like, it's better for you, and I'm going to make your life easier. But like, I saw a bunch of people that never that never drink, never use drugs, never use none of that. I had a life that I wouldn't even consider life. Yeah. So I would prefer, and I know that's a very controversial point of view, like I would prefer not living as long, but having enjoyed life than have a very difficult aging experience. I 100% get the idea that... Uh... If you aren't enjoying life, you're not living. Uh, yeah, I, I I can totally understand that. Um, it gets to a point where, uh, who are you enjoying your life for? Are you enjoying your life for you? Do you enjoy your life for the people around you? And you have to kind of balance that. Um, if I, you know, in my 20s and 30s, I was, you know, 100% about uh, do whatever I want to do for me. Uh, it uh, uh, it ended in a, a lot of uh, difficult times for myself, but eventually uh, into very good times. But we can talk about all of that and oh, more. And ho sense. Yeah, hopefully more after of this little ditty by a guy who has a, a or by a band. It was a very handsome bass player. You know what I mean? Uh, do you? As the, as this internet took a longer so I could make more of my drink here. How, how dare you, sir? Um, one thing I was going to say, no matter mm. how cross-eyed that guy looks, he still looks uh, incredibly handsome. Oh, yeah. So that that sweater, that yellow sweater... Do you still uh, have it? I still have it. Can um, you bring... Can you bring... Can you bring on September in a very mysterious and undisclosed event? Oh, you want me to bring it? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. It, it will be the uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth. It'll be the ninth country it's been in. Oh, nice. She's yeah. Worldwide. It is. I bought that. Uh, sorry, eight. No. Okay. Wait. I th wait a minute. No. 
Yeah, 8th. I bought that um, uh, sweater in Denmark. I thought for mm-hmm. a minute, I, I thought I bought it in the in uh, in Sweden, but no. I bought it in Denmark because it was fucking cold as shit there, and it cost me. Born in Canada? No, I bought it in Denmark. Uh, no, cost... but it's, it's more cold than Canada than Denmark. Well, no, I was. This was in late June. This it would have been June twenty eighth or 29th that I bought that in 2005. And uh, I got it because it was like fucking like 13, 14 degrees Celsius in Denmark at that time or whatever. So uh, it, it turned yeah, it turned out to be pretty good because um, I had that day or so or whatever in in Copenhagen and then onto the train to Paris. So I used that sweater as a pillow on the train that I got like basically zero sleep in. So what are you gonna do? But uh, yeah, uh, I will one hundred percent bring it. But yeah, I I wore that uh, I wore that sweater for years and years and years, and it just started falling apart. Like the sleeves, the sleeves are all. Uh, ripped open and stuff like that. I'm, I think even by the time that uh, picture was taken or whatever, it was pretty much ripped up. But that thing was like so it's it, it like a security blanket. It was like a security. Oh no, it's the same. Well, it'll be the same color and stuff like that. It'll be the same thing to me. But you know, I don't. I don't want to ruin it more. It's already been. It's already fallen apart. It's like I, I want I you know it's one of it's a treasured thing for me so uh, I don't I don't want it to get absolutely ruined and it's not like I don't I don't have it on this player it's in a drawer in a dresser uh, with a couple of things like my Live Aid shirt that I bought at the concert and stuff like that that's with it that was that same trip and. Um, my uh, East T-shirt that I bought in Estonia—it's in the same drawer. So I have all these things together. Um, but yeah, that yellow shirt sure got a lot of use. Like it had—it lived a life for sixty kroner or whatever, which is about four kroner. Yeah, it's a, it cost about fourteen dollars at the time. Is about your like what is. Rating down below your name in Denmarkish or whatever the the, the speak. <clears throat> oh, so <clears throat> it's close. That's uh, Dutch. Um, How's that Dutch? Yeah, uh, Adelia and I had been doing uh, some uh, watch-alongs for the Women's World Cup uh, that you can okay. see right here on the Let's Get Ready Network, but on our Twitch page, which is. Well, this is on, for whatever reason, which is nice. Yeah, basically why we're, we are. Yep. So, yeah, uh, we had a, a match last night that we watched between uh, the Netherlands and uh, I can't remember who the team they played against is right now for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, I just figured a good... Uh, a good Dutch sounding name would be Furt der Furk. Furt so der Furk. Furt der Furk. Now, 
I want to. That sounds like, like a Daft Punk album. Yeah. Well, they were fucking amazing, weren't they? But uh, I want to understand why all of a sudden you have been crowned Emperor of the Universe. And that's a pretty oh. big title. Oh, yeah. Like, now, now in my reign, everything's going to be all right. No more poverty. Hmm. Is that what's going to happen when you're Emperor of the Universe? How are you paying for this? Yeah, this is the first thing. There's going to be no money. Oh, okay. Just numbers. What's the numbers going to do? They're going to do number things. <laughs> I don't think you follow this through. Somebody's going to be attacking you 100%. And not with numbers. It'll be with like a, like a hammer or something. Mm-hmm. Probably. So... Just continue the conversation that we had in the code open. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I think people should enjoy lives in the best way because I think that for some years, for a lot of years, it was established this whole idea that you'd, you, you were born, you go to school, and then you go to work. Sure. You create a family, and then by the time you're 60 or something, you can rest and enjoy life. Mm -hmm. Let's say that the average age for a person is 80, 80, 80 years. Yeah, so you're saying that just 20 years of this person's life, not, not 60, this person could be enjoying life with no issues. Okay. So, like, so they just can enjoy like a, a fourth of their entire lives. I think that's problematic, you know. How do you like to see it different? I think people should try to enjoy life. Of course, also this doing like studying and working too, but like trying to do. Like, not putting that as the most important thing. Like, that's part of the journey. That's not the main point of the journey, you know? Because, mm -hmm. like, you're never, going to, you're never going to have an unsure, good aging situation. No. But because if you, like, let's say you... you you revoke of all your, of all the pleasures and the craziness while you're younger to enjoy them afterwards when you're older. But you have to understand when you're older, like there are a lot of stuff that you can't do because you get older. You can do lots of stuff when you're older. Well, yes, but like, problem is going to arise. Like, it's part of nature. Problems that didn't exist before appearing at old age. That's going to be problematic. Okay. So the idea that people could only enjoy life by the end of their lives, I think that that's not a good idea. I think that should be a balance between pleasure, work, and study. Because I'm also a firmly believer of, of studying at the thing that people 
That's right. We are here to understand stuff about about us, about the world that we live, our country and stuff like that. And I think that uh, knowledge is important for sure to have to believe a good life. I don't believe it like oh ignorance is a plus. I don't believe that. I think ignorance is just like letting yourself to be manipulated by other people that are not mm-hmm. ignorant. And I do believe work is also necessary in a certain way. I do have my criticisms towards the idea of work, though. Okay. I don't know if you want to get into that. No, I want to hear it. Like, I have to work all the time. So, yes, I would like to hear. I like... We, like, I, I come from a notion that, like, if we study the history of mankind, yeah, work, like, the dawn of civilization, like, when they say, like, that civilization happens, society happens is when humans stop being small tribes, small communities spread in each other, and those communities would clash, and one would submit to the other. That's for how civilization, that's the civilization, that's what civilization begins. That's the difference between us and all the other animals. Right. And Well, there's a couple of other differences. Yeah, there are a lot of other differences. Like, in a sociological way, like what makes civilization is the union of different groups into one society where there is a power ranking. Mm-hmm. Rank. Like there are some sections that are more more empowered than the others, sometimes by terms of gender, sometimes by terms of uh, nationality, sometimes by terms of skin color, sometimes by you know I mean, sometimes just because they were born in one region and the other group was born into another region. So that's all that matters. Like yeah. humans don't need a lot of excuse to make up differences. Like some people are blonde hair, another people are brown hair. So like, who gives a fuck? How dare you? But if you think like the idea of work, like you're spending your life, right? You're spending your energy, your time, your well-being into a certain, into doing something in service of the society. That for a lot of times was regarded to a class of people that we're seeing below in the society. Yeah. So, like, for instance, in ancient Greece, Greeks would have their slaves, and the citizens of Greece, they they would, like the philosophers, artists, mathematicians, stuff like that, actors, but that would be considered work, that would be considered like a life uh, achievement, like something to do, but like they were not obliged to it, like their life, like their existence was not tied into it. Right. Like when things evolve and like we go, to, and they think things for the Roman Empire, then when you go like to the Middle Ages, that was a lot of for the companies and people like in the, in the, in the farms and stuff, like the, the kings and the, and the church wouldn't have, like they would have their activities, but the life, their their existence wouldn't be dependent on their work. Uh-huh. 
So, and then of course, when we get to capitalism, like there's no more such thing as slavery or or servitude, but in order for you to survive in society, for you in order for you to survive in civilization, you have to do work in exchange of money so you can buy stuff, fix this food, water, a place to live, except stuff like that. So the idea of work for me is problematic because it's not the problem is not a person doing something. Because people can get bored very easily. So you're always going to find something to do. The problem begins when you your own existence is tied to the obligation to do stuff. Because if you don't do, you're not going to survive. Right. You're going to be cast away in the society, you're going to be homeless, you're going to be poor, or you're going to even go to prison if you go against the rules and stuff like that. So the, for me, I, I think the, no, the notion of work also carries the notion of obligation. Yeah. So I do a separation of like, like a human activity and work. Human activity can be something that you do regardless of if you need it to do or if you have to, like the, the notion of need, the notion of, okay, I need to do that so I can survive, that doesn't exist. Okay. So, like, we, of course, try to make out for it for, like, okay, since we, I have to work, regardless of my, like, regardless of if I want or not, at least, I want to do something that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. like, that's a very good way for some people to try to revert the logic, like revert the, the bad effects of the obligation. However, that's not, not everyone can do that. That this is one of the first things. Not everyone in the world that works now, they're working necessarily something that they like. Sometimes they're just working because they once again they need to because there is literally no other option. And I think that one of the evolutions for us as as a society, as human beings is to resolve the problem of work. Should right. people, should be fair to people to spend lives doing something just out of the obligation of sur to survive, is this a good society? Or we can imagine a society that there is no work in the sense that people don't need to do activities in order to survive. I couldn't imagine waking up every morning just thinking, oh, I don't have to do anything today. It's like, today's a good day. I don't have to do anything. I like the idea that I have something to do. Yeah, no, but here's the thing. The problem, like I said, like the problem is not doing something. Mm -hmm. It's not doing something. Like, I'll, like... Even depressed people, they're in a very depressed state. They even hate the fact that they can't able to do something. Like, 
boredness is something that really moves a human being. Yeah. Like, you're going to find something to do. Probably it'll be like, if you don't have to do anything, you're going to find something that is pleasure for you, like reading a book, watching a TV, playing games, drinking, partying, whatever. Fucking. Jeez. <laughs> but like, uh, so the problem is not, not doing something. The thing is doing something in order to survive. Right. I do believe that one of the challenges for the future is that we have to begin imagining a society where people still do something, something that they have a choice to, and something that will probably take part of their lives to do, but not necessarily tied to their survival. So the idea would be that, like, in the same way that in ancient Greece or in the Middle Ages, a lot of people, a lot of those citizens didn't need to do anything to survive, but would do it anyway. The same thing but apply to anyone. You don't need to have a class of people that are doing the work for other people. I think if we find a way to a world where nobody has to work in order to survive, that will be a better society than anything that we come across to. I could imagine. Yeah, I have a hard time imagining a world where uh, you can just do whatever you want. Like, sometimes it just comes down to you have to do what's important or what you're able to do. Oh, yeah. Like, it just, just to think that uh, you can do whatever you want. What's important is just doing whatever you want. Not is I don't think that's all that great. No, but like having a choice in the matter, I think is important. Yeah. No, because well, yeah, I, if, I, if, if, of course, if there's a choice, if there's a choice, like where you can do something where it's important uh, to you, or if it's important uh, to society, to society, you should probably you have that choice. I would imagine it's better to take the one that's important for you. There's going to be oh, yeah. someone else who can fill that other void. Uh, you, I to, do. You, to, you should think about yourself first. I would imagine as well. You're right. Yeah, like, but like, I, I don't believe the idea that, like, I, I really believe that there will be a very small percent of people that if they had the choice, they would cho choose to do nothing for the rest of their lives. I do believe that being bored is something that is one of the feelings that in a long time it is it is like unbearable like yeah could you imagine could you imagine like let's say okay let's go off on this you have won the lottery all right you've won a however many million dollars let's not let's let's go not crazy you've won 10 million dollars mm-hmm do you work again? That's the thing. You have then you have a choice to not work. Of course, you're there is going to if you're smart enough. Not so a lot of people that win lotteries and good prizes don't have that smart. Yeah. But of course, you would do something to keep the value of your capital worthy for lifetime. You would invest. 
Like some people would probably open business to make more money or go to the financial market to keep the money and try to make the money add more money by itself. Yeah. But like I think most people do ridiculous things for stuff. Like they, they do, start, they do. They, they'll start buying houses, they'll start giving money loans, they'll just start handing money away. Uh yeah. yeah. Um but still, like ten million dollars, you're thirty years old. Do you think like is is even that enough to just retire right now? Yeah, ten million dollars is enough to retire, yes. But here's the thing it's more complex than that. Like I think people are still doing something, but they not that that's not necessarily tied to their existence. Right. I think that's the point. Because actually, all the millionaires and billionaires of the world, most of them, they are doing something. They're doing something to keep being millionaires and billionaires and to keep their families being millionaires and billionaires. That's the logic of, like, this is, like, that's the logic of capitalism. Like, capitalism, like, the capital itself is the logic. Like, mm-hmm. If you're rich, you ha- you're going to have something to continue being rich because you don't want to go back to the bottom. But like, I do believe that we are reaching a crisis with technology, and this is a very long process that began since the Industrial Revolution, that there's not going to be a lot of jobs. There's not going to be work for everyone. There's not a lot of things that even were considered to be exclusively man-made, exclusively a man activity is now being challenged. Like the whole fucking strike that you and Justin covered in be like, it's about that. We are arriving at an age where AI can do writing, AI can do acting. Is it good? Is it usable is it and like it's able to replace an actual writer and an actual actor probably not at this point but Mm -hmm. writing and acting they are considered arts and art it is considered a human uh only human thing this is one of the things in art philosophy that we have like if we take the art as some sort of transformation, like nature does their art, they do natural art, like birds can build houses, birds can do stuff like that, like all the animals can do some sort of changing, but like there's human art for, for until now was believed something that only humans can do. The only thing that they could improve are the tools to make the art, but they but the, the human still be necessary. We're arriving to an age that even art is question like you don't necessarily need a human anymore. So yeah, I think we're going to reach a point not very not very far away that we are going to have a job crisis. Okay. Uh I think there's a lot of jobs that AI won't be able to do. Well, they thought about which, this which, about which, which, which is which is most of the jobs uh, available. Like seventy percent of all jobs have to do with physical labor. 
And if you if a computer could think about uh, physical labor, that's great. But they can't actually perform it. Yeah. That's well, if point. if we get to a point where we're building robots to put uh, that stuff in, we already have robots. It'll be an incredible, an incredible cost. It would be an incredible cost, like the cost of uh, a human being working that job. Um, the at, at, at best, at best, at best, a hundred thousand dollars. But like, these are the same. But 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 it's not like the whole technology thing does revolutionize even the way that we think economics. Right. That's the right. thing. In the industrial revolution, nobody thinks that a machine could do a shoe, and a machine could do a shoe. Yeah. How and much, how much is a robot gonna cost to pave a road? So that that's actually like. It's actually one of the major talking points. Like, I, I'm not a communist, but I do have communist friends in Brazil. I get it. And they say that, like, I'll, like, I'll joke with them. Well, what if we create a whole class of robots that work for us, and the robots are now the working class, and the humans can do whatever they want? Because that's the future that I think that's going to happen. And they argue that actually what creates value is human labor. It's, it's like something that a human is involved with. Okay. But I, I do believe that uh, it's going to reach a point that we're not going to have many activities to do just that only a human being can do. Like you said, like if seventy percent of the job is physical labor, and we're going to get to a point that robots are able to do physical labor, I think that is the cost to build that robot will far exceed the cost of having a human being do the job. Is what I'm thinking. I don't know. Depends how the economy will be back then. Because if, if, if we get to a point. Where, uh, like a robot, like say, just pouring concrete, just pouring concrete. Uh, if we get to the point where a guy, where it's gonna replace our labor pouring concrete, just like with the uh, the vibrator in the uh, in the cement or whatever, and just to do that, just to make sure it's flat and stuff like that, will cost in excess of twenty actual laborers. Per year, like like, and right what happens? What happens if this robot fails? Look, none none of us, neither of us are uh, economists. Like we how, don't listen. How dare you, sir? But you're like, saying but I'm like, not a 100 economist. No, you're not. Neither am I. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. how much a computer, a fucking good ass computer, like was 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 costly before and how much it is now yeah think of technology that it gets cheaper not all of technology of course but it gets cheaper over time like there's some that do like okay we can go into like a uh, a flat screen television stuff like that that technology yes of course it does but do computers really get cheaper 
I don't think they do. I think I think at at best they get marginally uh, more expensive. Uh, it's like of course, like a cost of something is also like how the market operates, right? Yeah. Right. So like it's not about just the technology itself, like how the market operates, how easily it is to build, how how can you do the mass return? How how much is the demand for that? And so like so of course, like when talking about money value, it's a little bit of more complex, like uh, also conversation. The companies like you're gonna have to ask a lot of mom and pop style places to build these robots to replace actual human being work is I, yeah, I just have a hard time. There's some things for sure. Like maybe government work, you could see, uh, 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 an Android kind of, uh, a replacement service there, but there's so many other things or whatever. You just couldn't imagine. Yeah. I just can't imagine. A world mm -hmm. where uh, 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 robots and androids take over just the simple stuff. Maybe things like, like the worst things, like like um, uh, uh, like say a, a, a parking ticket uh, 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 officers and stuff like that. Those could be robots, sure, because they have there's a there's a simple job. It's like, has this gone to this? Yes. Okay. Has it has it gone past uh, the uh, time? Yes. Is this a ticket? Yes. Place the ticket on the ticket. Those are the kind of things. But any kind of thing where it takes, you know, a little bit, a little bit of consideration, I I have a hard time thinking. But 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 not if we are in a point that not very long robots are going to be able to do art. And we can also talk can, about the quality of the art. Yeah, you can talk about the quality. They can do more. They can do more simple stuff. It's not as this is not like a. It's not the Matrix. That's not like a distance a thousand years distance. Right. The centuries is is really it's some maybe even less than that. I would say centuries. I'm not. I don't think that. When I get old, it's going to be that much different than it is now. But, motherfucker, our grandparents didn't even think about fucking things like internet in fucking 1940s. I know. I, I could tell you what my grandfather was thinking about in the 1940s. It wasn't the internet. No. It was not. It was, oh... Are there some of these incredibly bad German folks in this basement? Let's find out. Yeah, so like, I'm just saying that I do think that sooner rather than later, we're going to have a job crisis and rethink the idea of work. Once again, I don't believe that people will stop doing stuff. I don't think that people are going to stop doing human activities. I just think that how... The economy around let's, it. Let's, let's, also, let's also pivot from that. Yes, you're right. Okay, let's say uh, all these companies are going to be, let's uh, let's have all these robots do this job. For one thing, 
Uh, I live in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, mm-hmm. which is an incredibly cold place. Mm-hmm. Are these uh, robots going to be able to do the same job as a human would in these conditions? It's tough to say. It's tough to say, but uh, is are humans going to just pivot from doing the job themselves mm-hmm. to uh, being the guys that actually program and work the robots that actually do these jobs? Or do you think these uh, robots will be able to just to do do this off the top of their heads like autonomously. Yes. Like I I I I challenge technology before and I don't challenge as much as now. I really do believe like in the same way that for a lot of I'm going to say that's something that's very Brazilian. Oh, in Brazil it's very common to middle class, middle class, I'm not talking about Richard, so middle class that have mates that comes okay. three, two, even one time a week, or sometimes the whole week. More more richer you are, more 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 days probably are added. So like you have someone that do the cleaning for you, that even prepare the food for you, that clean and prepare the food for you, that do everything. Like and in America, that's not common for most of people to have somebody to do the stuff for you. Maybe some rich people do have like like people to drive for them, to clean for them, but it's not as usual. That is a sign that is in a more developed country, like you already have you're already giving people uh, opportunities to not do simple one unquote stuff or something that's considered a low job one unquote like I do believe that most jobs if we're talking about something that is complex art is complex writing is complex acting is complex if we're talking about something that is right now even though it's the beginning being challenged Everything that doesn't require the level of complexity, because complexity also adds value, that's also very important. That is going to be easily replaced. And we're going to have to think like our relationship to work. Hmm. You don't need, technically, you don't need anymore a guy to lift a stone for you. Technically, you don't need it. You have like machines to do that. Mm-hmm. So, but but why there's some people still working like lifting stones for other people because it's cheaper. The moment that stops being cheaper, that's when you're going to have a problem. When do you think it's going to be cheaper? Like to build these robots to do each individual job. Uh, you're gonna think, need think, also. You're also gonna need somebody to control that robot. When you're right talking about now. when you're when you're, when you're talking about uh, a robot doing one specific job, lifting that stone. 
Someone has I to program see, that see. robot, and someone has to look after that robot to make sure that that job is. Being Here's done. the thing: like when you talk about robots, like we're talking about something that yeah requires a lot of resources and great thinking. But like I do think that technology gets massified by time. That's not going to be as much difficult to build a robot or to program a robot. Like here's the biggest problem. Like and look, I'm not an expert on this. I read very little about it. That the prob the main problem with AI is not like the fucking Terminator right. film. Is not the Matrix. Even though the Matrix is actually like it it is a very good tale of something that can happen in the near future. The relationship, like especially like did you ever watch the Animatrix? No. I watched the Matrix, but I never saw the Animatrix. And the Animatrix is like a compilation of different animes about the Matrix. I think they released between movie two and three. But there is one that is that is the best one that is called the second renaissance. They call like when the machines like began to revolt against humankind. They called this as the second renaissance in terms of history. And it's very fucked like it's a very violent anime, like it's very like gross and stuff, because like it's a very like of like this is something that we should not do if this happened right because you can see the machines like they they were very human stuff and then one like everything happens like to summarize it the problem begins when one machine out of the sudden kills a human and that never happened before obviously all machines all, all robots were built to not kill anyone and what Hello? Are you okay? Huh? Is that a poltergeist? Huh? Is that happening again? Yeah, it's the poltergeist again. What? Oh, okay. The poltergeist again doing noises. Well, oh my god! He's going to kill me! Oh, no, this, is what this is what happens. I knew it. I 100% knew this was eventually going to happen. Yeah, this is what you have happen in good old Sub Palo Studio 2. So, like, uh, the. So, like, a robot kills the other. It's all commotion, and then people like killing robots and stuff like that. Then there's people like uh, teaming with the robots. There's people against robots. It is a fucked up shit. Yeah. Eventually. That's the story of the Animatrix. Eventually, they decide, like, okay, let's do this. Let's put the robots in one part of the world and let them have their own robot society. And, like, they can't, like, they are, they are not part of the UN or anything like that. They try to be, but they're not like that. What mm. ends up happening is a commercial war between the robots and the humans. And obviously, people were buying more stuff from the robots because it was better made by the robots. Uh, that begins a war, right? And the humans like begin winning the war against the robots, but they keep improving themselves. That's why the robots in a in, in Matrix they have their more like spiderish 
pentacles, hentai shit in the Matrix. That's why. They, they, they're not as humanoid because they they are rebuilding themselves and creating these weird-ass, like, aesthetics and stuff. And then, they, of course, it was the humans that did the whole thing of the clouds, like, blocking the sun because it was their parasites, like, nuclear war and shit. Yeah. And it even gets to a point like that. Then that's when you see the when the robots will get prisoners of war. They will do experiments and him like one of the most terrifying things of that that anime is like they get at like a human completely naked with their head open, like the brain exploding, they put needles and stuff. And every time they put needles, the human would behave like crying or laughing or anything like that. That was fucking terrifying. Jeez. I did in this, those experiments of the humans, and then of course the robots figure out that humans can be their parsons, and then they win the war, and then they basically create the matrix. That's how the uh, that the anime ends. Uh, all 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 this to say that in that world of the matrix, the robots were the working class. Yeah. Of that society, and I do believe that one of the problems that we're going to have is that a lot of the work and the jobs that we're going to have in the future are going to be made by robots. Even the stuff that we always thought that they wouldn't be able to be done by AI is going to be done by AI, and that's going to require us to rethink stuff about value, rethink stuff about. Uh, what is work? It, it rethink stuff about like how this world like means because now it's very easy. You do work, you pay, you get money, you pay for stuff. But like when one of the one of those gears is taking out, stuff is not going to be as easy. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine a world where that just happens. I think that uh, I think that the idea that uh, uh, robot and AI um, is just left unchecked uh, by human beings is ridiculous. No, but this is actually one of the things that is very being debated right now. Like, should AI be left unchecked should be regulation should be government regulations of all this stuff and yes a lot of people would say yes but the problem is is that requires just one person to not follow the rules mm-hmm. to follow everything like jet chat gpt that was the most ai the more popular ai right now use and stuff, which is a very useful tool. Like, the version that is public is not the version that everybody does. There have been... There have been reports of an unfiltered jet GPT. One that actually has opinions. Which is not like, oh my god, you're sounding like so mysterious, so like, oh... Stuff like that. Microsoft years ago, and you can check this out, created uh, AI on Twitter. Mm 
Okay. And that AI would reprogram their, itself based upon the interactions that it would have with other accounts. 4chan, our friends in 4chan, noticed that and they decided to do a campaign to mess with that AI Twitter. And you can even check to then like if you Google search, you're going to even check the account. After 24 hours of interactions with human beings, that AI became a Nazi slut. <laughs> Stupid Nazi sluts. I knew it. Nah, she was supposed to be a one quote woman and they become they turn her like into like a whore and very racist and misogynistic and hate Jews and stuff like she literally became a Nazi slut. In twenty for uh, like twenty four hours in the contact with humans, that what turned that AI. Twenty four hours, she became a Nazi, and it's twenty four hours. All right, that uh, well, yeah. Does that have more to do with the people that were involved in making that AI as compared to? what that AI was? Do you think that AI just uh, decided this is what it was going to be? Or do you think there was, the AI had no. Uh, no, uh, no, interest I... in everything that was uh, no, uh, no, uh, like, the creator? The creator. Like the, the most the most philosophical and most important thing about AI and robots that is the whole singularity topic. Right. Is AI going to one day all of the sudden be able to be self-conscious? At this point, this right right upon this time, we don't know any AI that is self-conscious. The, the Microsoft Twitter, JetGPT, they're all programmed. They all they all know how to simulate, but they don't have consciousness. Right. They don't have, we have no experiment, like, as, you know, in public, we don't have any experience of that. When that happens, that's going to be a problem. Because you're going to challenge the notion of soul. Do machines have souls? Hmm. Do you think people have souls? I don't know. Sometimes I think they do it. Sometimes I think they don't. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's the one question that has uh, come up in humankind forever. Well, yeah. not forever. I wouldn't say forever. For the last thirty-eight hundred years or so since uh, um, a, a group of people in the Middle East started recording uh, stories that have been passed down for years and years and years. Um, it's uh, is the soul a real thing? I don't think don't it, know. I don't think it is personally. Yeah, that but that, like I think that like a lot of people okay, because aliens became a trend recently because of the whole 
speeches and stuff on the Senate. Did you hear about that? Yeah, of course. I was wondering what you thought about uh, our... I can't remember what they were calling it, but do you honestly believe that UFOs are real? <sighs> I'm going to say this. You can think about it. I'm going to okay. say this. I'm going to say why not? I think uh, I think it is incredibly. Uh, I think it's in, and it's an incredible thing to think that we are the only life in all of the universe that would be able to think about: is there other life? You know what I mean? No, no, like, the, the question of the UFOs and aliens is, like, like, it has layers, like, the probability of having life in the universe is more probable than yes, no, yes. Even, like, if you consider bacteria and viruses, yes, that's yeah. almost out of the question. Sure. Is the probability of intelligent life existing is also very high. Yeah. I intended a lot of way more smart people than me talking about this. The thing is, like, when you talk about UFOs, is like literally, do we have other beings from other planets coming yeah. to Earth and doing some sort of stuff? That's the hero point. Like, did we have content with them before and stuff like that? Right. According to the military, that that speech on the on the Congress, the question is yes. They do that, have the American government hat. I will say, the one thing I'll say about that guy is that he was a member of the military for fourteen years. Mm -hmm. That is an incredibly short amount of time. Incredibly short. My brother is in the military here in Canada. He has been in the military now for uh, how much younger is he than me? For 30 years, 28 years. Uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have uh, uh, any kind of clearance to go say that, oh yeah, we have all kinds of military sh or alien shit in our military. The, the, the thing of the aliens is that uh, uh, there there are reasons for it to be concealed. Sure. Anybody, like, there are, like, if, like let's say UFOs exist, alien contacts exist, like, the U.S. government has secrets about that, blah, 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 blah. There are reasons why it's concealed. There is a reason why there is... Uh, counting information is information. There's a reason to to make those people not not trustworthy. There there's there's things to make all of this just like a big ass joke. Like there are reasons to create that. Yeah. Because it does impact society, does impact humans, then does impact religion. Depends a lot of stuff. Like my personal belief is that I do believe that aliens do exist. I do believe that 
the UFO phenomena is is real. I do believe that this is not a modern phenomenon. I think it feels more modern because of the technology that we had, like people, like being able to have GPS in the internet. So I made the world way more smaller than it was like 60 years ago. But at the same time, I also believe that a lot of our we have a lot we we do the things with the aliens uh, similar to what we do with other animals that we try to pre-inform human notions to what they are, what their intentions would be. Like are the like are the invaders are the scientists are they like those those kind of stuff like I don't yeah. like we're always trying to create some sort of human interpretations to what they could you be. would think you would think by now if they were invading if they were military they'd just do it Cause yeah it, yeah it, it seems if they pretty have- they can't even get people to agree that they actually exist. So. Yeah, like, if they have the technology to travel more than the speed line, like, obviously, they, they would have been conquered. They would have been conquered by now. Yeah. I do believe that that is controversial. Maybe this is the most controversial thing that has ever said in two seasons wow. of Adrian, Adrian and FF Snark. Uh, parents, keep your kids' uh, eyes and ears closed for this. Like, evolution, I do really believe in the theory of, of evolution and Darwin and everything like that. There's a lot of evidence that that's how humanity comes to be. Mm-hmm. However, I'm plagued that with all the things that happen in Earth, only humans as intelligent at this level life existed. Hmm. I do believe that that can be. I'm not saying it, it is. I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying it is that. But I think that it's not out of the possibilities that our existence yeah. is not at at some point related to extraterrestrial activity. I'm not saying that we were created by aliens, but I'm saying that it is possible that life in this earth and us in general can be influenced by external events. Okay. So are you saying like do you have uh, things that you thought that there's proof that there are for for what you believe or whatever do you have uh, ideas that you believe could be proof like like, no. like that. Like, no, uh, no, my, no, my calendars or the way the pyramids are built and stuff. No, no, no. The pyramid, no. But, like, I'm saying, like, I, I remember, like, reading my science book, like, oh, this is the theory of evolution. 
and yeah. this is how life can, comes to be, how the chemistry and stuff like that. But there are other theories that life is not something that comes out of nothing, not just a chemical reaction, can be like a bacteria coming from astronauts that survive the, the impact that coming to and can contaminate the water and create life that can be a possibility. Right. It's just like, and I know there are plenty of science that's going to prove me why it's wrong, but like, don't you think it's very fucking weird that we are the only intelligent life in this planet, even though there's so many fucking species? Yeah. Don't you think that it's weird that during that period of existence, only we managed to be like this? Not any other animal, cats, dogs, lions, fish, like hippopotamus or birds. Only we are able to speak and create societies and a whole bunch of shit and no other animal can. Well, they're able to communicate with each other, but yes, of course, not in the uh, any kind of way that we as humans would be able to do it. No, not in our degree. Like so, like it's like it, so. It's not out of the possibility that the circumstance of intelligent life not be manipulated by external forces. At the same right. time, like uh, the creationists, like. The, the guys that believe in the intelligent design and stuff, which I'm not. They say that there are a lot of physical and chemical factors that allow Earth to be able to reproduce life. Okay. There are evidence that life may have happened on Mars because there are a lot of similarities. There are evidence that they have been water there, atmosphere there, and stuff like that that may have indicated that it appeared in the past there was some kind of life there, but like there's no like living proof. So, uh, did there are a lot of metho- mathematical precision to allow life as it is in Earth and to persist? Let, let's remember that. At least there was like five apocalypses in the lifetime of Earth. Like life began and ended on Earth at least five times to to come out to us. For me, it's very difficult to not think that mad that external influence could not be in this case. Uh, one of the good things, like. I believe that philosophy in itself, it is above everything in terms of human knowledge. I believe that philosophy is above science. I believe that philosophy is above art. Like okay. I think philosophy guides all of this because philosophy is the space where you debate all of this. Sure. Like science is not 100% truthful. It's way more truthful than religion though. But one of the good things of science is that there are two things good about science. Science is that, like, let's say that all scientists die, our science is banned from the universe, gravity still exists. Still yep. can be measured, it still can be studied. 
And one of the good things about science is also like when something breaks through, all science is re revised. Science physicists was one thing way before Einstein and really changed after Einstein. Science was one way way before Newton and then changed a lot after Newton. So science is able to revise itself upon new evidence. Right. So with that being said, like we believe that there is nothing as of right now more more speedy, more fast than light. That's one of our concrete evidence. That light's the fattest thing in the universe. Mm -hmm. But if evidence shows that the speed of light can be suppressed, can be overcome, science has to adapt to that. There are theories about that. There are theories about wormholes and like that. Like, don't necessarily we can think that those aliens are literally like getting out of the planet in a rocket and getting to ours in another rocket. That can be shortcuts to that and stuff like that. So, the whole idea of aliens and UFOs, we are bringing the idea that the knowledge that we have now, the scientific knowledge that we have now, is not definite there is still something beyond that that will allow for that phenomenon to happen because like i i remember very well when the 2017 like ufo from from the pentagon like was released in public you know like the the tic tac the, the, the reference they are the same guys from the tic tac video okay uh a lot of uh airplane experts like people that pilot like planes and shit they were very adamant to say that no human being was really able to survive with a, a vehicle doing that kind of movement at that kind of speed so it has either to be a drone not pilot or has to be some sort of different technology even to that tic tac to happen yeah I'll, I'll 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 go to that from real quick you think about aliens <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous uh okay do i think and now, guys it's just you and me do i think that there is such a thing as ufos sure there's always got to be things that are unidentified. Um, do I think they're aliens? Eh. You know, I'm a kid from a small prairie town. Uh, I believe that uh, a lot of this has to do with uh, a lot of look over here instead of what's actually happening over here. But... Uh, I think it is ridiculous to think that as a people, as a culture of a planet called Earth, to think that we're the only ones in known history and within an endless, an endless universe 
think we're the only ones that can do this is amazing. And incredibly it's it's incredibly biased maybe uh, to think that uh, we're the only ones. I just, I yeah. Yeah, but that's an easy question, Stark. Okay. But what is more probable? More life in the in the biggest thing that we ever know that is the universe. Yeah. Or not? I'm more probably is the life exists. Well, that's what I say. That's what I was saying. Uh, like when you look at uh, uh, we are this, and the universe is this. And it goes on forever. To think that we're the only ones is incredibly uh, is biased, if anything else. No, uh, it's dumb. Like, uh, like uh, if tomorrow, literally, if tomorrow is confirmed there there are bacteria living in the undergrounds of Mars. But yeah, okay, bacteria is one thing. All right, but to to have an actual. Uh, sentient, living, breathing, thinking, other thing is one hundred percent something. So, so, so first of all, like so you you're ta- to... you're talking about an amoeba you find in the sea, and Alfred yeah. Einstein. Yeah, like uh, so the first. So first of all, like the question wouldn't be, are oh, there's anything beyond us in the universe? So that question is almost answered. The probability of us being alone, entirely alone, is more improbable than not. Right. The question would be, is, is there an intelligent life in the same level as us or beyond us in the universe? That's when the problem begins. Because if there's somebody like us in the universe, they also would be trying in the same method as us, trying to communicate. And we have actually, like, this is one of the things, like, people think that EFOs and aliens is just, like, pseudoscience. No, they are, like, literally very smart people that trying some stuff, like, was reading, like, was watching a podcast about, like, there was a sign that was very easy to, the, to be deciphered that was released upon the universe with very like little symbols and that sign would be they could only go back into a certain frequency and ever since that sign was let out in the universe we only had one time response but it was very faint Mm -hmm. that was the only time that the telescope or whatever machine it was to to get that sign was able to to get uh, like the SETI kind of stuff, like the uh, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah, I think like those guys made like a radio sign or something like that. Uh, it has something to do with hydrogen. I don't remember. That they release upon the universe, and it is a wave sign that can propagate to the universe easily than than other uh, uh, waveforms. And within that sign, you could decipher very little symbols that 
it would be not as difficult to to I would have to redo that again. I was not believing this. We were going to talk about aliens, but like like there were dots like saying oh the universe, like oh the the solar system, the third dot, like we're here, like so the solar system, Earth, we're here, stuff like that, humans, stuff like that. So there was a message. And the only time that the machine that was able to get the message back, they only received it one time. So when we talk about UFOs and aliens, we're talking about something way beyond us. We're talking about literally outside forces inside the planet with their own vehicles. Like... That's the thing. It is very possible. That's why I think people, a lot of people get way more akin with aliens because even though it seems like oh Roosevelt and all others so oh it seems something more modern like no one of the things like uh, in Brazil like Brazil is had it is phenomenon that's very well wide known to the to the to the world like even I was talking with some about this like one of the latest documentaries made by Jamie Foxx was about the Virginia yeah. incident that happened in Brazil. And, like, I can even talk about that if you want, what happened sure. in Virginia. And just give me a minute because yeah. uh, uh, I have something going on and I'll be right back. But absolutely talk to everybody else about what is going on. Oh my God. And do not ever do that again. Those are the worst. <laughs> No, my camera fell. My camera fell. I didn't do anything. What happened? I don't know. Adelia, are you there? Adelia, help me. Adelia, help me. Adelia. When, when stuff happens, I always say, like, Adelia, where are you? She's the lifesaver. I'm alone in the universe. Nobody to save me. Oh my god. Adelia? Hello, Danny. Oh, hi. You were listening to it. Yes, I was listening. Yeah, so it's not letting me alone. I like trying for help. I could tell. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Are you tired, as always? I slept most of today, so I'm actually really, really wide awake. You slept? You slept through the day? Who are you? Well, I didn't sleep at all last night. So, Why? Um, because I, I took my meds. Everything was fine. I never got tired. And then I was like, oh, I'll stay up for the... U.S. women's game, and then that made me so angry that I stayed awake even longer, and I was just awake. What the U.S. game? What happened in the U.S. game? One millimeter. Um, one yeah, millimeter. The, the U.S. women lost on penalty kicks by a ball crossing the line by one millimeter. Ah, I thought when he was saying one millimeter was like the size of Mark's dick. That is. <laughs> that is rude and. 
Uh, maybe not far off scientifically, but yes, also very weird. Now, uh, ideally, ideally, what is your idea of aliens? Um, I think it's um, been obvious to me since I was uh, younger that there has to be uh, extraterrestrial life out there. It would be really weird if we're the only living things yeah. that are mm-hmm. sentient in this entire universe. She gets it. Okay. But do you believe that UFOs and aliens like in Earth exist? That they come here? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, you believe that? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they? Like... I think they have a, a a better idea of what's going on than us. All we do is try and screw over the rest of us. That's yeah, like, especially like hate about the Russians. Yeah, like the Russians are garbage. They're garbage people. Now the Russians said can be a garbage, not the Russian people. That's the difference. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'll say Russian people aren't garbage. Their government is one hundred percent garbage. But yeah. I am. I'm also not a huge fan of other people's governments and stuff like that too. But. Okay, now, but it's good to make the difference, you know. Yeah, you don't want to be a Russian folk. Not, yeah, not all Russians are horrible people, but there's a, there's quite a few of them that are. Well, by the way, Dile, you like, do you do you agree with me on this whole thing about AI and work? Since you said that you're being, uh, hearing the whole conversation. Um, I think that that AI is definitely gonna take people's jobs i mean it already is but certain, i think there are certain things that yeah. ai doesn't do as well as a human could do as of yet as of yet this is true but like are we just going to get to a point where like ai is going to do all the jobs and then like what will we do like that's yeah. a legitimate question That's the thing. That's my whole point. Like, look, there is even talks about AI editing, which is something that is very, very personal to me. Oh, we can we can get an AI editor. Hmm. Oh, how much is that? Cost? I mean, not right now, but there are experiments. <laughs> AI graphics design and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, yes, I understand that. And with creative things or whatever, AI is a huge problem. But when it comes to the physical style of labor... You think that physical stuff is more difficult than the, 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 the intellectual one? It's more difficult to do from an AI perspective, is what I believe. No, uh, that does what now machines can be built, AI can be programmed. But yeah, it's yes. When we get to the point of we're actually building robots to do that job, and then AI is going to do the job with those robots, yes. But that seems like it's an incredibly long way away. It's but, not that long. We're talking about AI replacing writing and acting. Yes. Yes. That's not, very not, complex. You, it's a, you it's can, a re, do you think it's replacing acting? 
Like, do you think that it's replacing actual actors? Like, like, ma- like it. with writing, I understand it. With writing, I understand. And well, maybe isn't, isn't that go- part of the whole strike thing? Is that they want to make AI copies of every extra that they hire for work, so that they never have to hire extras again and can just fill out all these yep. scenes with AI models of these people doing background work? Yep, I understand that, and that's one hundred percent correct. But uh, if you think that AI, the computer, is going to build the set. If you think AI, the computer is going to uh, don't need it to build as pour, hard it can do. Like pour, pour concrete and stuff like that. That stuff, I think, is a long way away. Like I think no, when, when you talk about when you talk about AI running all the stuff, you're talking about a very. I think it's a very. You run a bar. You yeah. run a bar, right? Yes. Do you think that AI can run a bar? No. Why not? Because one hundred percent, you have to be able to know. Uh, has a person had too much to drink? It isn't about have they recently, pouring the uh, drink. Well, not even pouring a drink. Uh, pouring a drink is easy. That's the easy part. Do you have the uh, experience to know that this person that you've seen come into your bar? this many times will be able to have this many drinks and still be okay. Do you think that this person coming in when he comes in, do you know that he's had this many drinks so far? So you should only limit him to this many drinks. Like the perception, the variables involved are incredible. Yes. But and you also, don't think this can be pregnant. Who is going to pay for that? Who will pay for that? No, the pay for that part is that that's the tricky part because that deals with the whole thing of economics and how we believe now. Like, that's one of the things that futurologists even talk about, like, like what becomes value. Like, that, that is a, like, that is a political debate. But, like, the variables that you're talking about of perception, I do think that can be recreated. If they can be recreated with acting, writing, editing, yes, they can be recreated with bartending too. Okay. How do you figure? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> but I think that they are possible. They are fucking possible. They are, like, unfortunately, they are That's the thing. Like, I... Years ago, I thought that AI would never be able to replace me. They would never be able to replace me. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% believe that what I bring to the table when I 100% work, like Danny, I will say this. They will never, ever be able to replicate your uh, little super. No, I, I, I also believe that. I also believe that my individuality in terms of work has its worth. But... Mm-hmm. In terms of capitalistic workaround, when it comes to the point that a robot doing the editing rather than any and robot being cheaper than them, they're going to they're going to choose the robot hmm. because he is also one of the things about like it's not like what 
Like that, the the biggest problem here is value, right? It's value. What creates value? Communists will say that always the human stuff will create value. That's why robots can be the working class. But like, for a lot of people, Snark, you pouring the drink, you bartender, and not and the robots not going to make a difference. They only care about the drink. That, yeah, that's the why pro- the doesn't... problem isn't the problem isn't the robot caring about the drink. They can care about the drink. We care about other things like our liability towards our customers. Where that's as... also value. That's also value. That you understand? Yeah, but you're you're expecting the robot AI to understand our value towards our customers, and it's always. There is it isn't just a, a straight thing. It's it's always per customer. I I I really believe that. That's why I never went to that many bars of wires or went to the ones that I like. Yeah, Madam Satan's Madam Satan's could not be run by a robot. Oh, like but at the same time, like ideally use chat GPT for, for Twitter sometimes, right? Say that again. You use chat GPT for Twitter sometimes. Yes, I do. Like, it is, as a tool, it's very useful, right? Yeah, as a tool, it's very useful for me to say, these are the details of this thing, but I can't think of a creative way to say it. Come up with a creative way to say it. Yeah. But don't you ever feel that at, at some point, what you do could be replaced by that? One of the things that I do, yes. Not everything that I do. I think that's the problem with the general people. Like, and like, not let's even talk about my editing and stuff. Like, the stuff that I filmed, stuff that I directed, that I'm very proud of, despite the flaws that I know better than anyone. I don't think that, that I really believe that an AI wouldn't be able to do what I do creatively. However, and that's my point, in terms of economics, in terms of an industry, like, when it comes to be cheaper, in the logic that we are, if an AI becomes cheaper, at some point, the AI is going to replace the human. That's my whole deal. Yeah. And then we are going to have a problem with what is value. We're going to have a problem because we're going to have a problem what is even worse. Like money right now, right now, or right the fuck now, is not the same thing that it was before. Money had a pattern tied to the code, tied to any other stuff. Nixon fucked that up to the world. Now China is fucking that up to everyone. And like money itself is not even like the fucking paper that you have. It's just like a number that you have in your fucking app for your bank. Yep. I have like, an idea. I have an idea. I think when it comes to AI, I think that when it comes to the working class and stuff like that. I don't think that AI is going to replace the working class first. I think they're going to replace 
everybody who's in charge of the working class. I think that, AI, I think AI is be, going to become the CEOs and stuff like that. So that actually is what people call the technical uh, socialism. Right. They do, there are people that believe that in the near future, the worldwide economy is not going to be run by CEOs or the market uh, variables or anything like that. It's going to be run by AI. Right. It's actually one of the possibilities that that, that, that can do. Like, there are like four, I think, of near future possibilities. What I believe is that I, well, I'm 100% like on the border that's going to be a job crisis mm-hmm. worldwide it's going to be a, a job crisis that was 10 million times worse than it was during the, uh, the, the industrial revolution in europe i really do believe that i do really believe that ai and robots and mechanics and whatever you call it is going to create a lot of problems what I believe is a positive outcome is that because of those crises, we, we can reevaluate what we think about work. I, re- yeah. I, can, uh, I think that can be used as a good opportunity. I'm not saying that's going to be. Like, I'm more optimistic, like, more hopeful on that. But I do believe that this can bring uh, a notion that we don't need any more people to be to have their own existence tied to their work. Okay. That people can be free to study and do whatever they want and still be used for themselves or society. And they don't need to use their lifetimes to be able to exist. I mean, I'm just being hopeful. Sure, sure. That's, that sounds like 100% hope. What a guy. If not, what we're going to have is millions of people worldwide be unemployed, becoming even poor in modern society and creating a lot of internal distress in every single fucking country in the world. And every single distress will create war and destruction. I think if it ever became that stressful, everyone it is already stressful. Just turn the power. Just turn the power off. That's the one. That's have, the one advantage we have. No, no, it's not like I'm going to say this. Like the world, like the war there was going up. That was not that long ago. Was a word that I thought that, that globalization and everything and all countries coming together and the same pattern of consume and stuff like that is not the same word that I'm seeing right now. Okay. Russia is backing up a lot of African countries that Europe and the US has left to die. China as well. We are heading way more towards a war above resources and alliances. And a multipolar world than ever before. The chances of one of these guys putting the fucking red button to just put a little bit of a nuke on somebody else's that for me is very high. I can't ever see it. I'm gr- like I and this is me going up, growing up through the Cold War 
And I, yeah, I can't ever see. It, it will never happen. Like I can't see. I can't it will, see. It will never happen. I would agree with you. It's harder for you to see a European country being more of an atomic bomb. But I'll tell you that a lot of countries you do that in an African country right now. That they're uh, the Russians are currying favor or trying to in Africa and stuff like that. But it's, it's not. It's it's not going to work out. Um, it, in the like, long run, it will. That's the thing. That, that's the thing that the Western, like we as Western people, like you guys, I'm not even considered that. For ma majority of Europeans, now for a ma for a majority of Europeans and Americans, I'm not even a fucking human being. Yeah. And you know this. For the majority of them, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying them. I'm not saying all of my friends. I'm saying for the majority of them. The, I, I, the fucking Brazilian here is not even a fucking human being. Uh -huh. Like, a whole rest of the world was fucking destroyed by the Western world. And now they're choosing a lifestyle over China and Russia, which I don't even fucking agree. But they're doing it in a way because they were fucking robbed of this. Like fucking Portugal, the fucking country only became rich with the resources they got from fucking Brazil. Yeah, they stole from a lot of people, but yes. Now, they stole a majority from Brazil. Brazil is one of the fucking biggest countries in the world. Well, they stole and, a lot from Africa. And they're well. so, and they're so fucking, they're so fucking idiots that they're not even the richest countries in the fucking Europe. Mm -mm. Like, a small slice. Here's the fucking thing, like that we have to understand that the European races that for me is way worse than the American one. Way worse. Oh yeah. You're uh, not going to laugh unchecked. A whole continent called Africa is tired of them. Like, in fucking Niger, there was a fucking cub not days ago pledging alliance of pudding. Mm -hmm. These people are sick of the Europeans that colonized them for fucking centuries. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the Europeans and stuff like that that the Q happened. Fucking man, fucking Macron was saying like, "Oh my God, we have to get the French people out of there." Yeah, because there's a lot of French people. Like, uh, it's still like Africa had so many uh, uh, colonists come over: English, French, uh, the, yeah, the, the Dutch, the Portuguese, the Spanish, yeah. and, and they're not going to forget. They're not going to forget. And yeah. they don't have to. Why do you would have forget, Mark? That's the I, thing that I think a lot of Eastern countries don't understand. They were not colonies. Not in the same way. Like, of course, I know that America was a colony. I know that Canada was a colony but at some point. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were not as fucked up as was letting America and Africa. I'm sorry? They was not as fucked up they were not fucked up by the country as Africa was as, as Latin America. Right. That's the truth. Like, unfortunately, the majority of the European people, and they have nothing against them, 
they believe they're above a lot of other people, other nationalities. The same thing to Americans, even to some Canadians. And you know this. I think Canadians had it pretty good compared to a lot of other countries. No, yeah, no, I uh, would agree with you. And I am a one of the, and I'm a hundred percent a person that said that Americans are not other people tell them to based upon my own experiences. But unfortunately, that's not all Canadians that are not all Americans that are all, all Europeans. Right. Uh, but yeah, to think that uh, what's happening in Niger now has anything to do with what happened when those countries were being colonized in the 17th and 1800s is incredibly wrong. And this is Niger had been taking control of themselves for the last 60 years and they just yeah they, i think they, it's just, more complex they just have a, they just yeah they just have a hard time there's just so much there's, there's tribalism involved and stuff there's so much involved that's a thing that to think that the reason is because of what happened now but let's be honest like most of LGR people, yes, is left wing. Most what? of them. Most of LGR people is left wing. I can think of a couple that aren't. Yes, Justin. Maybe no. you. I'm, no. <laughs> Me. All right. That's it. <laughs> okay, you're more center left. You're more center left. You're not a fucking commie. No. You're not a fucking commie. Just is definitely not one of them. Like no, Josh, I, 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 I never talked with Josh about those things. Like I did is definitely a fucking woke left. I Adelia? am not. Adelia is Adelia. Ferris is all about the destruction of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> the majority of Eljar is is left. In American terms, right? I would I say that's know. probably accurate. And that's accurate. No, that's accurate. Come on. Most of us is. I even think Caleb is more left than people think. I'm Canadian. It's different. Justin, Justin is not like, he tries not to be, but he is like, it's fine to be conservative. Like, it's nothing wrong to be. I have uh, zero problems with either side. It's when it gets to an extreme on either side that I ever have a problem. And, oh, and when, when it when it becomes a thing, when it becomes a thing where you're cheering for this side like it's a sports team, I think it's ridiculous. No, anyway. there's a problem in politics worldwide, like, but like in yeah. Brazilian terms, like the the fucking American left is not even left. In Brazilian terms, right. it's extreme right and moderate right. Yeah. Like the same thing. Like, not Canadians are more left, I believe. But my point is that uh, regardless of, of those positions, is that the world before, and that was... Say, I'm thinking, um, I'm saying like 20 years ago, was more globalized. I obviously 
Emma want to quote victim of American software. Okay. I am. The music that I most enjoyed came from America. The mm-hmm. things that I most enjoyed came from America. I learned English almost as a second language to Portuguese. As, as did many of other countries. And so, and right now, I don't believe the world is as globalized right now with American hegemony. And I do believe that now, more than ever, there are a lot of places in the world that are against the Western, and it's not just American, the Western hegemony anymore. And that's going to become a reality that it comes to Africa, that it comes to Latin America, that comes to Russia, to China. Do I agree with them? No. Like, I, like, personally, I do have a way better view of the American people. I, I, I said this once, and I say this again. I do believe the Americans and Brazilians are way more alike than they think. I think that maybe Brazilians and Americans are the most alike, even more than Americans and Canadians. Way more. Like, way more. I, w- I really believe that from my whole experience. I yeah. do believe that America is not a bad guy. I do believe it has a lot of problems. Like, you know, America would say that. But, like, it's easy to beat America. Like, the, the easiest thing is to, to talk shit about America. The easiest thing. Like, don't don't try to be a left guy by talking shit about America. Like anybody can do that. It's yeah. easy to, to do that. Uh, it's not as easy to do that with Canada. It's not as easy to do that with European countries. That in the history of mankind has done way more shit stuff than fucking America. And like, I really believe that we're coming to a point that. I see Europe getting more and more towards the extreme right wing. And that is legitimately happening in Germany, in Spain. I think think you're not wrong, but I think you may be incorrect just about you're thinking that as a whole, the that's happening. I think that in Germany, there's pockets because there's always been pockets extremely right wing, but it's a small, it's a small pocket. Like, like if you're talking I don't about, believe it's that if you, you want you could say it's a, like, like you could say in America, it's a small, it's a small uh, uh, amount of people that are extremely right wing. No, 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 no. I, yeah. There are people in America that are yeah, of course there right are. There are, of course. But America, but, but, no, but but here's the thing: like in America, yeah, and I'm saying this as a Brazilian, of course. Mm-hmm. America has a huge fucking problem, not with slavery itself, with segregation. I'm saying this as Brazilian because Brazil had slavery, but it didn't have separation. Right. So in Brazil, depending on your on your technicus, there's more blacks than whites, and depending on 
that uh, the technical format that you use, not as much. Where in America, there's lesser backlash than the whites using American terms. I do believe there's a lot of problems with that. Uh, I also do believe that in America, for a lot of historical reasons, the left was like held by the child because of the communist threat, the whole thing with uh, US and Russia. Like, I watch Oppenheimer, finally, you are in the subject. Like, Oppenheimer really like delves into that. Oppenheimer, like, like he's brother and a lot of people like he had ties with the communist american party mm -hmm. that was basically destroyed like like Oppenheimer was like like that's the whole point of the movie like he was persecuted and like hunted for like his ties with the with the communists so like the the left wing of america was like also very fucking like it's very complex but like I don't put Americans and Europeans in the same way because one of the things that you, I really believe that America, just like Brazil, is a country built by immigrant force, by the 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 joint forces of many nationalities from the world, European, Latin American, Mexican, whatever, Canadian. I really believe that what makes a person American is that. Like, that's one thing that I love about America is so diverse that I don't think the Europeans are as much. And unfortunately, like, okay, we can talk about Trump, we can talk about right wing in America and all the problems and, and KKK and, and stuff like that. But as of now, America has what they say as a left wing president and they are not electing like the, the most white supremacist guy in the world. Hmm. Why am I wrong? Are you talking about uh, a Biden not being the most uh, right-wing president in the world? Is that what you just said? Ah, like, I have my problems uh, with like, uh, like, obviously, he's not the most right-wing. Uh, he's not, uh, like, I think the problem, I think a problem with America has become... Uh, as something, and you can go back to when they uh, built the country and stuff like that. And one of the huge uh, problems they had, and one of the huge concerns they had, was having a, a two-party system because they would just be uh, at odds against each other and would form a team. Uh, it would it would form a team dynamic. Where and then only, there. only one only one country can be or only one party can be right, the only other party yes. can be wrong. No, no, like, I, don't get I, it. I wanna I wanna hear this because I think you never said this is on stream. For you, what is the biggest problem? Like what, what bugs you the most with America? As an American. That's a huge oh, thing. God, that's a massive question, Danny, no, that no, I don't even no, know where no. to begin to answer. No, but like just just take one thing because like I also think it's very, very unfair for a fucking Brazilian and Canadian talking about two countries. I got it. I got the answer. All right. No, you go. No, but I want to. I have. I have the. I have the answer. We're almost out of time. I would say the answer is 
uh, we cut. make the time. You know the most of time. We can go this for fucking two hours if we want. This is two hours, but Costco, Costco sells uh, hot dogs and drinks for a buck fifty, and every, everybody else sells it for way more. So that's the problem. I did. I want to hear from you for real. I honestly think one of the biggest problems that my country has is that there's not a viable third party option. So it's not all just team red or team blue. And if you don't fit into either of those, you feel like you don't belong. You're smart. You're smart. But uh, yeah, Canada has that, but it's not great. Um, yeah, I, I'm not saying that I but, think things would I, magically I, be better if yeah. we had one. I, but I think it would I, be a I little better. I 100% understand how you say. And if it was done right, like you guys should be able to do in America, because you guys, you know, you guys are sp- supposedly the ones that did democracy, right? You guys always did so well. Like, the thing that drives me nuts, it drives me fucking crazy is how much you guys did for the world in such a short period of time. You guys were the ones that put uh, people in space. The Russians copied your shit, got somebody up there first, but you guys put somebody on the moon. You guys put somebody on the moon, you put a few other people on the moon, and then you guys said, all right, that's it. It's like, you guys should be doing better and this isn't up to any of the actual people that live in America this should be up to the people that have been in control of America for a long time and it hasn't been about progression it's been about what can we do to make us more money yeah and it's a terrible it's a terrible way to think like when you when you think profit first, you, you're doing not only yourself but your country, everybody who works for you a disservice. And yeah, I've always thought it's, I've always thought it was terrible. But you know what? What am I gonna do? You know what is Danny gonna do? He's the guy with the uh, uh, Kanga hat put backwards and the. And a soup saver that you could probably say that has either chicken noodle or maybe beef barley in it at any one time. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I would, I would love, I would love if people just sat back in America and said, like, what are we doing? But it's not it, like for that to happen is is going to be. Uh, something that's pretty unreal. Like it's gonna have to take people, and I don't. It's it's unfortunately it might have to be disaster, but just something that has everybody sit back and say, "Why have we done this so wrong for so long? Why can't we do something right and just do something right?" It's yeah, it's it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I live in Canada. Um, we pay for everybody's uh, Medicare and stuff like that. Although everybody wants to complain about something or else or whatever. Like we have such a huge American influence here that 
everybody wants to complain about uh, Canada. They want to complain about Trudeau as good or as bad as he is or whatever. They want to complain about that too. So, so don't worry. Like uh, Americans that think that uh, um, Canada has it great, we don't. We get the same complaining. So, uh, it's got to cut to a point where you think what we have to stop thinking about what's best for the people to vote for this stupid party of ours and think what is going to be best for the 250 or 350 million or 40 million or whatever, wherever you live, what's going to be best for them and what's going to be best for everybody else. Like, you guys spent so much on military. It's cool. Like, you guys want to think that you're protected and stuff like that. That's great. I don't think that was what America was about ever. Like, you guys were so isolationist until, you know, World War II. Even not, even the First World War, you guys were so isolationist. What are you going to do to just make the world better again and that's what everybody looks to america for make it better but we'll see yeah. oh we don't even have the uh brazilian guy on the yeah uh, sao paulo uh studio two seems empty right now what are you gonna do but at least i got to talk to uh the ghost of adelia <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is nice Oh, Adelia, since it's just the two of us, what do we have going on uh, coming up this week on uh, the Let's Get Ready Network? Um, well, Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on the LGR and the Highlights channel, it's the return of Starting 11, our yes. Premier League preview. Yes. Welcome Bobby. back, Danny. Look at this guy. Yeah, I need to be. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Uh, of course, it means an early morning for me tomorrow to do some more work. But is it work? I love doing this stuff. I love it. And then I have some fucking jerk come down into my basement right now. Oh, two jerks. Two 100% jerks just came down to the basement, but that's fine. Uh yeah, I can't wait uh, for uh, starting live in the show. The summer breaks over, Adelia. What are we going to yep. do? We're going to get back into the grind of watching the Premier League. Did it seem like a break at all? No. No, it did it not. not. It did not seem like it. But we also have more stuff coming up, but we can't. We, we've already talked about it a lot, but we can't honestly talk about it, but Somebody might be able to uh, help us out with that very soon. Yes. It looks like shit is going down. Uh, we're going to end uh, this stream because we've done our two hours. This is a bananas that we keep doing it. We keep saying, like, I keep thinking, uh, we got nothing to talk about when we go into this thing. Oh, we have things to talk about. And... Uh, remember, when he, when I did ask for the description, we're talking about aging, robots, and the economy, and aliens. You know what I did? Is I kept making notes. 
the entire show. Real? I, I was <laughs> like, she, I've always asked last minute, it's like, oh, what did you guys talk about? And I try to have a sleep. It's like, oh, shit, I forgot to say. Okay, I mentioned a couple of things. Uh, not everything always shows up. And when I ask, or when I uh, decide, it's like, okay, this is like what the show is about, but what are you going to do? 100%, I should say that the show is mostly. Crazy. I was No, I was going to say this show is mostly about your hat and your mustache and your soup saver, which is phenomenal. Of course. You're a welcome, buddy. And uh, also, uh, I would like to say uh, a, a good night to uh, the poltergeist. Of, of Sao Paulo studio, studio that broke the fridge. Yeah, it's probably raiding the fridge right now, which is fucking pretty yeah. not great. Which is not great. Anyways, Danny, uh, you saw Oppenheimer. Did you like Oppenheimer? Yeah, but I believe we have to talk about it next week. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna push it. We're gonna push Oppenheimer. Uh, turns out. Uh, one of the feel-good movies of the year. I like it. Like I didn't Maybe feel not. it was very long though. Maybe it might not. Be a long. lot, of, like a, a lot of people. I saw a lot of people complaining about its length. Yeah, it's a long movie, but like it didn't feel like a long movie at all. Like you feel by like this for me. Oh my god. I have one. I have one interesting fact to add about Oppenheimer. We'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about Oppenheimer next week. I also want to thank. Maybe, yeah, maybe like try to watch this week so you can talk about it next week. Drop well, all I'm that. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Adelia for showing up um, in in ghostly form in in almost poltergeist form we have more than one poltergeist it seems on the show but mm -hmm. uh she she really helped out which is appreciated uh we will be back next sunday which is i guess our thing now we yeah. end the week we end the week with let's get ready network or begin the week or begin the week depending on your point of view yeah if you're one of those crazy people that decide, oh, Sunday's the beginning of my week, here you go. Uh, congratulations. This is what you get. But uh, until then, what do you, how do you say uh, hasta manana in Portuguese? Até amanhã. That doesn't even make sense. Goodbye.